Welcome to the Everyday Icon podcast, a podcast focused on helping women entrepreneurs embrace the image she has always envisioned to become the boss she is meant to be. I'm your host, Tiffany Howard. Let's get started. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Everyday Icon podcast. I am your host, Tiffany, and today I want to talk to you about why we keep clothes we don't wear. And there are a lot of reasons why we hold on to clothes that we don't wear. And today I want to dive in a little bit and talk about that because we've talked about the benefits of cleaning out your closet, closet sins we commit, but let's try to talk about now why we tr- why we hold on to things. And there are a plethora of reasons, but I'm going to try to hit on the top three today that I feel are the top three today. So let's go ahead and dive right in. So items that are new or barely worn. So you buy something that you think you'll like, but only to find out that once you get it home, you don't like it at all, or it doesn't look good on you, or doesn't fit your aesthetic of what you want your style and your closet to look like. So when we do this, this could be for a number of reasons. One, we saw an item online. One, we impulse buy. Or two, it doesn't go with anything in your closet. So these are three reasons, you know, once you get it home. So you saw something online. Oh, this is cute. It's real easy to click, add to cart, and pay. But once she gets there, you're like, hmm, it doesn't look like the way I thought it was going to look. Send it back right then and there if you can. Or always be sure when you're taking stuff back, always read the exchange and refund policies. But if you can, send it right back. Now, one of the things that I don't like about online shopping is because I'm lazy and I don't want to have to go to the FedEx, UPS, or um, any any of the any of the any of them to stand in line and return them to send them back. Even though they give you free return labels and all that jazz, I'm just lazy. So you want to be mindful of what it is that you're buying when you're buying online. If they have a store. Now, if there's a store that they have and you can go in and see it and try it on, that would be a little bit better. Or try to find stores that are online, but they have a store that you could take it back to if you need to, because this will help with getting it out right away. So you're, it doesn't, you don't hang it up and then you're always looking at it and you're like disappointed in it because you wanted it to work, but it didn't. So you want to keep that in mind when you're shopping online. Impulse buying, we all do that. With impulse buying, you want to limit that and that helps with having a plan with going shopping, having a list of going shopping of the things that you need. And of course, from time to time, we're going to get things that we want and do impulse buys, but we want to limit it from every time we walk into a store and we see a new shiny thing, we're pulling it off the rack and we're buying it. Also a way to help with that when you're shopping, if you can, try them on in the store first. And then it doesn't look good, then you're not wasting your money with buying something that doesn't look or make you feel good. Even if it's something that will go with what's in your closet, you want to be able to bring things home that you're going to wear. And even though it will look good with an outfit, it might not look good on you. So you want to always keep that in mind. And I lead it into this one. It doesn't go with anything in your closet. Try to limit what you buy. But if you don't, and if you're like me, I go, I'll shop, I'll throw the bag in my closet for like two to three weeks, pull everything out, and I'm like, "Mm, this don't look right. So what can you do? 
you can sell them. You can take them to the closest donation center that you can to get rid of them. So that way you're curating. And the whole thing of this is, is that these you're curating a closet. You're curating this space for you. Not everything belongs in it. And if you buy something that doesn't belong in it, that's okay. Just let it go. Because what happens is, is when we don't let it go, it's going to um, stay in your closet and you're going to just put it in the back and the pile is just going to somehow slowly but surely get bigger and bigger and it will begin to impact what you're trying to do in your closet as a whole. So if you buy anything that is new or anything that still has the price tags on them, it's okay, I promise you, to let them go. Number two, clothes that were expensive that you never wear. We have all done this. We all have shoes. We have all have purses. All the things that we buy that we spent money on. And I'm the person, listen, I don't have a problem spending X amount of dollars on shoes and handbags and like coats and stuff like that. But sometimes, and it goes back to impulse buying, it's, oh, everybody has it, so I do. So I will tell you the truth. I purchased a pair of Christian Louboutin shoes that I saw. It wasn't the fact that they're Christian Louboutins. It was the wrong pair of Louboutins that I purchased. These things are sky high. And I probably should go online and sell them. They're sky high. I wore them a few times. And they they do go with things. But they don't go with things. But instead, this was about 10, 15 years ago. If I would have actually purchased a classic pair of Louboutins at a decent heel height, I would be getting a lot of wear out of them. But we live and we learn because guess what? I wanted a pair of Louboutins and I just got the first pair that I could see instead of actually taking the time and actually buying something and investing because this is an investment piece, investing in the pair of pants shoes that I could get my cost per wear out of. Now, would I feel guilty if I were to let them go now? A little. However, I know better now. And it is something that I am, will be able to get rid of and it's probably something I need to look at actually getting rid of now. And now I can go and buy exactly what it is that I want to buy. I can go bear, buy another pair of Louboutins, but buy a pair that I'm going to always wear all the time on a regular basis. And we do this and that's okay, but we have to know that why are we holding on to it? Yes, it lo- it's going to feel like, well, dang, that's $800 down the drain. I could have bought something, you know, I could have bought like 10 pairs of shoes for that. Or I could have purchased, made one good investment and bought one pair that I wear all the time. But we have to learn. These are things that you have to learn. You're not going to do learn this like overnight and it takes time. And we are all guilty of this. But somebody else might like them and it might bring somebody else joy. We want to be able to not feel guilty about it now. So if you've been holding on to something for five years that you spend a lot of money on, it's time to let it go. Because guess what? You might not be able to wear it. It's not your style anymore. And as we're building our wardrobes and building out our closets as a whole, we always have to keep in mind what we're curating. It's for us and it's personal. And don't worry. Things are going to come and go on a regular basis as you clean out your closet every year. 
But with the expensive pieces, we really need to become, you know, a little more mindful of them and knowing that they are investments, but we want to have these investment pieces. We want to have them as part of our everyday wear, what we wear on a regular basis. Like if I can pull them out today, if I'm going out with friends, I can pull those out right now and wear them and go. If I'm going to work tomorrow, I can pull them out and go to work no matter what it is. It doesn't, I'm talking about the shoes, but it doesn't have to be shoes. It could be blazers, it could be coats, it could be a dress. When we're make these are investments and we should all make invest, investments every now and again in our wardrobes, but make sure it's actually part of something that you are constantly going to always wear and grab for, not every day, but you're, it's in your rotation of what you wear on a regular basis. And it's usually sort of say like the foundational pieces or things of that nature. So always keep that in mind when you're buying investment pieces, because then that way you're not holding on to them and like, oh, now I don't want to get rid of them because I spent X amount of dollars to where maybe the next go round you'll learn, you know what, I'm going to spend this amount of money on this, but I want to be able to wear it on a regular basis. So number two, it's clothes that were expensive that you never wore. Number three, something you'd wear in your past or future life. And I touched on this a little bit earlier in um, past episodes. Your closet should reflect who you are now, not your past or not your future self. Your current state of who you are right now is actually going to help you build for your future self. You can't build for your future self if you don't have your present future self in mind right now, if it, your closet does not reflect who you are right here, right now, today. It will help you build and springboard to your future self. Holding on to your past self will help keep you stuck there and you can't evolve and you can't morph into who you are presently until you let that go. Because I think we're buying, we're wearing clothes from our past we're buying for our future and we're skipping over our present for whatever reason that might be. It might be because we are afraid to go in and really start thinking about what is it that I, how I want to look. You might not have any idea. It might be because you might have your body has changed well it's going to change as we get older you know we all have to get used to that you can't wear what you used to wear anymore you we have we are coming out of you know covid and i have to now go back into the office i have to now figure out what does that look like for me because currently right now i have my like work from home clothes Well, now I got to go into the office three days a week and I really don't have a lot of clothes to go into the office. But that's another story for another day. Then you're buying for your future self. You don't even know what your future is going to be a year from now, six months from now, 10 years from now. But you're buying for it. But that may change. And it's not for right now. And it doesn't fit who you are. Your past clothes doesn't don't fit you anymore. Not meaning fit as far as size, but just fit who you are in general. Who are you now? You are a corporate professional. You are a leader. You are a wife. Are you a mom? Are you an entrepreneur? 
are you a corporatepreneur such as myself? You know, you have a full-time job and you work to nine to five. Are you active in organizations? What is your life right now? It should reflect that. If you need something that's comfortable and professional, that's the type of wardrobe you want to build. We are no longer in the mode of having to wear, you know, the suits all the time and having to have, you know, your blue, black, gray, and browns. You know, we can come out here and be a little creative now. Who are you? Are you a creative person? It should reflect that now is who you are and not trying to hold on to a past that will keep you stuck and stop you from morphing into exactly who it is that you are presently and then you can't buy for your future because you don't know what you're going to be doing in five to six years. You know, you might say, I am going to be, um, running my company or business, or I want to be the CEO of a fortune 500 company in five, 10 years. Right. But in five to 10 years, you might end up being retired and traveling the world and living a luxurious lifestyle. And what you thought you wanted kind of changed. That can happen. And your style will not reflect that. So now you're kind of like, having to rebuild that to where as your lifestyle changes and as your life changes and as your goals and things change, your style will kind of change too. Now you'll always have the foundation of a style, but it, it will be easier for it. And that way you're able to pull things out and add things as need be, because now in your present, you have now built a foundation that we can build upon for your future as that unfolds as we go through. So to recap what we talked about today, number one, items that are new or barely worn, it's okay to let them go. I don't care if you got them from Fashion Nova, Macy's, Shein, wherever, get rid of them, let them go. They will bring someone else joy. Number two, clothes that were expensive that you never wear. We've all done it. It's okay. Let it go. If you can resell it, Go on ahead and do that. There are places online where you can resell, especially if they're designer items, that you can resell them. It's take that money and invest and purchase something that you know you wear, you will wear on a regular, more consistent basis. And sometimes, and number three, sometimes you wear you something that you wear in your past or future life. You gotta begin to let go of your past so that you can build for your current present state, that will be the foundation for you to build for your future as it begins to unfold because none of us know what the future holds for ourselves. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And if you are ready to finally tackle your closet and get down to business because your closet is ground zero, not only for what you wear, but just for your day and your life in general. And it should be a place that brings you peace and joy and dressing should be easy Dressing should be fun and dressing, I guess, could be creative too. In the description box below, I have created a free closet mini detox course for you that walks you through step-by-step how I prep, plan, go throughout the day for me to actually clean out my closet. And this doesn't take like a day. Like this takes some time from planning when you're going to do it to creating a shopping list. And I have videos in there for you. There are 
aids that will help you. I have a shopping list, a must a wardrobe essentials checklist so you can begin check off what you have so you can begin to create a list of exactly what you need because we want to now shop with intention and one besides cleaning out your closet, you need to lay that foundation so that we can build the image and style that you want for yourself. So with all of that being said, all of that is in the description box below. Stay healthy, stay safe, and I will talk to you guys next week in next week's episode. Bye, guys.